you know, it's clear that uh, Georgia remains a center-right state, and the governor's margin of victory demonstrated that in November of 2022. Uh, what we have to do, uh, a couple of things, we got to bring Republicans together. As Josh McCoon, former state senator, ran for secretary of state and running now to be the next chair of the Georgia GOP conversation we had about 24 hours ago. You missed it or you found it so compelling you'd like to hear it again. There's always the Mission to Impossible podcast page in the on-demand section there at WGAURadio.com. The leadership of the Georgia Republican Party with David Schaefer stepping down as chair to be decided at the state party convention. That's about a month away, just about exactly a month away now in Columbus. Uh, Going to be there, making plans to be there and involve himself in it. Alex Johnson, a veteran of Georgia Republican Party politics and the focus of a headline he and some cohorts I'm reading the headline right now the AJC earlier this week far right faction pushes to oust traitors from Georgia GOP and Alex Johnson according to the AJC one of those folks in the far right faction and he joins us now Alex Johnson thanks for your time this morning Thank you for having me on this morning. All this about something called the Georgia Republican Assembly, the GRA. You're instrumental in that. What is it? It is a mainstream Republican group that started uh, with the National Federation helping Reagan and Goldwater years ago. We endorse candidates and try to fight the uh, paid political industry to really represent the general Republican public. And we're all volunteers, so... They're, uh, they, they, they like calling us far right, but georgera.com, we're, we're as mainstream as they come. All right. Well, the, the, the thrust of the AJC piece of earlier this week and much of the conversation is, is a move that I gather you're going to make uh, at that convention in Columbus. And don't let me get anything wrong here. I make a mess, clean it up for me. But my understanding is this. Uh, you're going to try to set up a system in which you, the GRA, determine who gets to be on the ballot as a Republican candidate, right or wrong? A little wrong, and um, it's about the public being able to do it. That's the thing. It's it's changing the rules so that uh, these politicians can be held accountable um, by by the Republican public, by people in their communities. Um, Just like Brian Kemp signed into a law recently to hold elected district attorneys accountable, this is the way that we can hold Republican politicians accountable so they actually act like Republicans and don't betray the voters. And when I say we hold them accountable, I mean the public, like people in their local communities coming together to to say if someone isn't, isn't acting like a Republican. Uh, how would this work? All right, let's, let's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Republican, and I'm running for a seat in the Georgia House. Only as a Republican candidate for a seat in the Georgia House, I start making speeches about raising taxes and making abortion easier to get and being all in favor of drag queen shows at the library. And you would say, well, that guy's not acting much like a Republican. Well, okay, what do you do? And more to the point, wouldn't you just let the voters decide whether I'm sufficient for the office so or not? what would happen if they— if, if they're doing that, what would happen is that at the state convention, you know, what you're talking about that's coming up next month, there were somebody in the Republican, one of the Republicans there could make a motion saying that, that this raising taxes person, incumbent or not, this person should not be allowed to qualify as a Republican. And then at that point, the party would just not qualify them. Anybody else could qualify, but uh, not not that one. And uh, that way, our brand stops being damaged by all this money getting getting pummeled into the system to make the person you just described 
sound like a low tax person. It, it avoids avoids allowing that to happen. How uh, I'm scratching my head here, and as are others, uh, how could this possibly pass legal muster? Now, you're citing, I gather, some laws in some other states where this kind of thing is done. So step me through the legalities of this. Oh, I mean, it absolutely could be done. I mean, the, the some some states are more extreme than that. Some states, I think in Virginia, the, the convention actually picks the Republican nominee. And, and the way it works, legality is very simple, freedom of association. The First Amendment says that uh, organizations, political parties, are able to, to choose their nominees. We don't have to be saddled with people who lie to the voters. And that's that's uh, the point of this, is to maintain the Republican brand and make sure that basic Republican principles are, um, are, are what, what our Republicans are doing, that they can't, they can't push for higher taxes and then, then expect to, to you know, spend money to, explain, to convince voters that, that they're really for low taxes. I mean, that's, that's what we have now with the political industry. Right, again, Alex Johnson, the Georgia Republican Assembly here. Never mind the legalities of this. Uh, what's the appetite for this? I, I'm, and and, I, and we will find out, obviously, in a month in Columbus. But I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, again, playing devil's advocate here. If you're trying to clear the room of rhinos and you need rhino votes to help you do it, that seems to be self-defeating. I mean, this year, this year is a, a, a great year. I think a lot of people have a high appetite for this because, I mean, we have a lot of people who are, you know, Donald Trump supporters, Tea Party supporters, people who are just tired of the system um, hurting them and uh, lying to them. And I think that this year is the year where, I mean, the principles, the basic principles that the Republican Assembly and the GOP stands for in our platform, um, they, they want to see politicians accountable and not be be servant to this paid political industry that that really does lie to voters and is, is really caused the displeasure um, in, in in the party. All right, Alex Johnson, let the record reflect that you're the one who dragged Trump's name into the conversation. So I'll pick up the ball and run with it for a minute. Is, is that what this is? is? Is this Donald Trump versus establishment and you're just the latest manifestation of it? No, it is not about any particular candidate, but it is about the fact that, I mean, you you listen to Donald Trump in 2016 talking about how politicians are bought and sold regularly um, by big donors. And that's what's been going on, is that when people are upset with the way the Republican Party is going, it's because these people with media connections calling, you know, mainstream groups like ours the far right, because we just expect, you know, lower taxes and gun rights. Um, that that is the problem, and this system, this change, takes the power away from that paid, well-connected political industry and puts it in the hands of voters in their local communities who read the voting records and say, "Look, this guy's not." And uh, I think that that's that that is where this really could revolutionize and save the state from going Democrat. This is how we get Republicans elected: is by not allowing these these fakes to keep keep in power. Oh, you, you say it's not about it's not about Donald Trump. Is it about Brian Kemp? Where's Brian Kemp figure into this? Where does Brad Raffensperger figure into this? Are these some of the folks you're you're targeting? Absolutely not. I mean, these folks, I mean, like Brian Kemp's term limited, for example. I mean, what's going to happen, though, is I, I really think that by having this change, these politicians are able to turn to their donors and say, look, 
I'm going to be following the public. I won't be following just like, you know, your donations, because, look, if I don't act like a Republican, we do have like the party could go and, and not let me qualify. But, for example, Kemp, he's already term limited. But it's, it's just to allow the accountability in the future so that we don't have a bunch of wishy-washy, you know, wishy-washy types that, that are just going to destroy our brand. And I think that we've, we've had that in the past, and we don't need it in the future. I mean, we don't need any, you know, Liz Cheney's <laughs> to be, um, be the Republican standard bearer. All right, quickly, uh, about a minute left here, Alex Johnson, Georgia Republican Assembly Convention next month in Columbus. You heard a moment ago Josh McCoon, one of the three candidates to be the next chair. Rebecca Yardley, Dennis Futch, the others. Uh, you back in one or the other or none of the above in this? Oh, the Georgia Republican Assembly, we had a convention the other week with our members. We're all membership organization. We endorsed Josh McCoon. We endorsed Marcy McCarthy. We endorsed Brant Frost V. We endorsed a whole bunch of people that are on our website at georgiara.com. Um, our members did that. It, it wasn't me. It was our, our group coming together. And, and uh, we really do just want as much involvement as possible in these decisions. But we're backing Josh. In that website, uh, Georgia, spell out the word Georgia, Georgia GeorgiaRA.com. GeorgiaRA.com is in Georgia Republican Assembly. Alex Johnson, best of luck moving forward. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Uh, thank you, Tim. Thank you. Have a good morning.